So, you guys anchor. Um, I believe we left it with. We're at the point where um, Rohan was shaking um, Gwen to try and get Rohan to deliver, um, or sorry, to get Gwen to deliver to Rohan a medicine check on your wound, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which we did. Mm hmm. So, following that, I believe you guys wanted to camp down for the night. I know that yeah. you've had a long rest, but obviously at this point it's the evening. And there are still some of you in your group that need to rest as well. Yeah, so we're gonna the people who rest and rest and the people who have already rested look out, I guess. Okay, um, so who's taking first watch? Since I've recently had my long rest, when would I need to take another? Tomorrow. Okay. So I'm fine until tomorrow night now. Yeah, you'll be fine until tomorrow night. I will stay up all night. Fantastic. Um, in that case, then, if you're doing all of the watches, make me a perception check. Yep. Uh, there is some stuff that I want to be doing whilst I'm up on this watch, though, but I'm going to quickly message you. I'll be you. Um, helping him as well. I'll be keeping lookout as well. You can also roll me a perception, then. Fourteen or thirteen. Okay. Let me know what it is that you're doing on your watch then, Donny. I'm just messaging you now. <laughs> okay. How are you attempting that? Um prayer <clears throat> okay on your watch um, Rohan you would notice Donnie sort of get down into a state of prayer close his eyes interlink his fingers do you say anything Donnie not out loud okay I just thought I'll leave him to it and I keep watch whilst uh Practicing um, producing shadows from my hand. Okay. Um, you give it your best efforts for about 10, 20 minutes, Donnie. Mm -hmm. No response. Okay. Where is the party sleeping right now? Uh, I would imagine that it's only really going to be um, Aranak that's sleeping along with wow. Alarala. Yep. So the two of them would be sleeping inside of the enclosed quarters area. The rest of the group, I imagine, would just be sort of lingering around on the boat waiting for them to finish resting. Okay. Okay. Um, the long rest passes. The evening continues until morning. Those who are sleeping wake up, having completed a long rest. You wake up 
you're at the fork in the river, where north you would find Astoria. And to the west, you would find the river leads to the Mithril Mines. What is your plan, adventurers? Raise the anchor! Yes, Aranak, I suppose we should make haste. Yep, on it. Yes, I guess uh, Aranak is going to command us to do varying things around the boat. Aye, aye, Captain. Raise the anchors and furl the sails. Get the mast ready. Load the cannons. It's a new day, then, isn't it, Jess? It is. Do you have cannons on this boat? No. <laughs> hmm. Gonna boat check. I certainly would. Please be good to me. <laughs> oh my god another that one Jesus Christ uh, yo you want to port and dice that bro oh you can't now <laughs> never mind I'll do yeah okay I'll just take it on the chin I guess normally you're so good with boats but unfortunately Aranak today you're definitely well rested you know you're, you're feeling a lot better you're feeling confident it's like I'm not going to fall asleep at the helm again I'm, I'm wide awake um, unfortunately, you're maybe a little bit too focused in the sense that you're looking so far ahead, you actually fail to spot that which is right in front of you, a jutting rock in the center. I would like everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw. Would we not take a perception check to see if we can brace first? Or is it just straight nope. Yeah. None of you would be aware. old 20 from Donny D. 22. Everyone stays standing. You're all perfectly fine. Um. Aaron? Oh, wait. You need one for it. Gwen as well. You sure you can sail this boat? I'm good. I'm good. Just a momentary lapse in um, concentration. Also, uh, Aranak. Mm-hmm. Highs or lows? Fucking hell. Uh, highs. Lies. Oh, yeah, highs. Highs are always fives. That is a seven for Gwen, by the way. I guessed correctly. Okay. Gwen falls overboard. Man overboard! <laughs> um, woman, woman, sorry. <laughs> I'm assuming one of you throws a rope to help her, because in her heavy armor, she would not be able to swim. Um, I do have some rope. Minimize... Any shit dickery going wrong here with that, I will Vortex Warp her back into the boat. Oh, great. Alright, you Vortex Warp her then, so she's fine. What a spell. That's got, got Unless she chooses she to resist it like before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to be fair. What was the highs or lows, Charlie? Yeah, you never know. Fortunately, the boat is undamaged. Ah, excellent. <clears throat> the boat is resilient due to being magical, but not invulnerable. I can excellent. break my boat. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Greco's boat, but I'll do my best. Fucking my boat can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you able to steer us out of this predicament, Aranak? Of course I am. Roll it. Of course I am. It just like goes back into the rock. <laughs> oh, 22, baby. Yeah, you're perfectly fine. You make some pretty good progress. 
over the course of the day, you sail and sail and sail right the way through so that when the sun is setting on yet another day, night is falling, and Astoria stands before you. You sail the boat right up into the city. Um, and yeah, they don't have really any sort of like dock or port or anything as such. Um, it's so we'll be alright. Yeah, you, you get up to the point where you can see the, the, the rock of Estor in front of you where you remember you had the showdown with um, the uh, the basilisks. Um, you get out of the folding boat, hold it in on itself. Uh, and yeah, the, the city of Astoria is before you. Nice. Oh, sound find a peasant. Let's, uh... Let's, uh, let, let's make this quick, guys. Uh, I'm assuming the it. gates are closed if it's the end of the day. They are. Guards, uh, it's us, the heroes. Uh, Go ahead and open the gate for us. So, the guards kind of look over. You can see there's some guards manning the gate. They look down. There's not the enthusiasm the last time you were in this case. You know, when they were like, Oh, the heroes are back, the heroes are back. Yeah. Just kind of look down. Open the gate. Gate. Whereas before it was fully open, the you know, fanfare. It's like... It's slightly ajar. Okay. Thanks. Um... I'm assuming with that you all step inside. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going straight to the tavern. Okay. Yeah, I might as well uh, rest up. Do this in the morning. Are any shops still open? No. No. Are any homeless people around? Yes. Beautiful. Exactly what I needed. Blood. Um, once oh, I go into the tavern, I'm going to find a homeless person in a secluded area. Oh dear, shank him. Mm. That's how all good stories start. Come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, if I, if I, oh, I do have an idea myself actually as well. The ripper well, of all the of story. you get to your all of you get to your tavern. Um, tavern keeper is there uh, behind the bar. He asks for you know two silver pieces each. Uh, shit, do I have? I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, I literally gold. have no money. I've, I I flick a gold. Keep change. Okay. I don't think there is any change to us. Yeah, he, he counts all of you. There is no change to this. There's not ten of us. No, there's it's two gold each. It's oh, two silver. Oh, sorry. Yeah, something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's fine. Don't, don't say so. Yeah, I guess there is five of us. <laughs> I obviously, I obviously wouldn't say that then. <laughs> No, it's better, it's better that you did say it in mistake. Okay. It's better keep the change, you filthy animal. Give them the exact amount. Keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I realized my mistake, and I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna slide uh, slide a, a second gold piece over and just he like... just puts his finger on it and slides it back. It's too late now. Um, is there okay. um, is there a few patrons here at the in the pub? There's a couple. Is anyone being like extremely loud, like telling boisterous stories? No, it's a fairly quiet night. Is it? It's it's like late evening by the time that you get in now. Well, that's that. Oh, I just want to quickly approach one of them. Just uh, sure. anyone. anyone. <clears throat> um, there is an old man drinking at the bar. Yeah, I'm just going to quickly approach the old man. Uh, hello. It's you! 
Not again, please. <laughs> oh, it's you from back before. Oh, look, if you want my drink, just take it. No, 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 no. Here, I, I, I owe you a little apology, and I'm gonna chuck. I'm gonna give him one gold coin. Oh. And as thank I you. hand him the gold coin, I'm going to cast plunge the glaive into his heart. I'm gonna cast suggestion. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> and what I'm gonna suggest. Is that he spends the next eight hours? Um, uh, what's the word? What's the word? I'm looking for? Um, speaking great tales about the good deeds that the heroes of the prophecy have done, uh, and also that Rohan's drank so much alcohol that Pyfo would never win. Basically, just. Go spend eight hours just saying about all the glorious deeds we've been doing outside of Historia to help the people of Historia. It can be it can be made up stories. Um, we're just gonna try and spread our glory, our fame. Okay, I can do that. Gets Thank up, you. Walks out of the tavern. Pretty sure when, the, when that spell wears off, they're aware that it was cast on them, right? That's how that works. Yeah. He's got an hour walking back and telling everyone that he was charmed. Eight hours later, he's gonna be he's gonna be knackered and angry. <laughs> it's got a gold coin out of it. You've earned oh, eight cool. hours of positive reviews, and then the rest of his life as negative <laughs> reviews. I guess I'll go find some... oh, I've got out of a spell slot. <laughs> I'm going to I've got to find someone else to do the same thing. Um, as you're walking out, you hear a cough. Rohan? I hear a cough. You turn. You can see it was the, the barkeep that did that. <clears throat> I did just witness everything you did, Rohan. Um, okay. Yeah. How much to keep this quiet? Get you up. <sighs> he sighs and shakes his head. Come on. We're the heroes. We're just trying to spread some goodwill, you know. We're going to improve mm. our relationships and help this story as well. It's for the good of the world. Trust me. I'm a hero, I'm... obviously. I do not trust you one bit. You've shown precisely what sort of hero you are. You and your friends over the course of staying here. Hmm. In case you haven't noticed, Rohorn, the people here once loved you. Now, for the most part, they're just disappointed. In me specifically, or the heroes? If you're asking that question, then I think that shows something is truly wrong. We're working on rectifying our reputation. Evidently. Yes. I'm sure that'll do such good. Yes. Weren't you heading out? Yeah, no, I was heading to bed. Oh, really? Pleasant dreams for a horn. I'll murder him in the night. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> Prove him right, bro. Prove him right. <laughs> you head up to bed. <clears throat> As you head up, I assume, Donnie, you're heading down now that you've put all of your things in the room ready to head out oh, to the town. Um, I wouldn't have even gone in there in the first place. I'd have gone straight oh. for a <laughs> That's why there was only five guys there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just roll me an investigation check. I get advantage if I try and use the sense of smell to find them as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh no, that's intimidation. <clears throat> Wait, Charlie. Yeah. Suggestions only um, verbal. Um, yeah. Now, it would just be me literally just saying, I think it would be a great idea for you to go tell everyone how great we are. That wouldn't come off as a spell to anyone. I mean, no, it's pretty you... obvious from what just went down. Like, the way he reacted is unnatural. Okay, okay, okay. Plus, I mean, the spell itself is verbal component. I made it, I kind of made it look like I was giving a gold coin to him and he was doing it for a gold coin, though. No, because there's verbal components to the spell, so you'd have said some magical words and then suggested him to say some, do something. Okay. Like, you're, not, you're not sure why he knows what he knows, unless you were to inquisit, you know, unless you were to inquire with him. You know, you can speak to him. What? Well, you could you could challenge his thoughts. You know, you could have said these things to him. From his perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems as though he knew what you were doing. Though you right. don't know why, but yeah, he no, watched okay. you walk up to a man and be like, "Abracadabra!" <laughs> Spend the next eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 18 investigation, by the way. You head out. You're out and about on the streets for a little bit. Um, you find yourself in front of the um, fountain in the center of town, where there is a crack in the, the fountain feature there from the javelin of lightning that uh, almost put Greco in the grave. <laughs> um, sleeping Underneath the fountain, you can see there's a group of three homeless people. Three? Oh, three like the jackpot boys! Fucking my lucky day. Okay. Oh, what a sad tale of events. I've only got one glass vial. <laughs> um, so... I will go up to them. And I will gently nudge them awake and sort of squat down next to them. Yeah. What what do you want? Alright. Just uh out here. If I can try and do a bit of goodwill. Do you uh do you want somewhere to bed down for the night? You have gold? I can Yeah, it's your right. And I'm willing to give it to you. If we can make he it, looks right? over at the so there's the three of them. The, the guy that was speaking looks to the other one. Uh, what kind of trade? Well, I'll put you up for a full fucking week in the tavern with drinks. But all I'm asking right. for. The guy to his left kind of stands up and shuffles off. He shuffles off. Shuffles off. I check my pockets. 
everything's in, still in your pockets. Where's your fucking mate going? He's clearly not interested. Continue, I am interested. Can I inside that, please? Yeah, you can inside that. This homeless guy's gonna get himself a magic missile if he's not careful. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to walk away from fucking Donny D and live Bellatel. It just seems it just seems uninterested, you know. He, it's, you get the feeling he's just like not buying whatever you're selling. But the two others are there. Yeah, the other two are still there. Right. Well, uh, yeah. All I'm asking for in exchange is a small vial of your blood, please. It's to help the greater good with the heroes of the prophecy and prevent the world ending and all that. It's nothing too serious. It's just a little bit of research. How much blood? I pull out the small glass vial that did once contain Proteus's blood. I'm not too bothered about uh, food in tavern. I want gold. How much? I'll give you 20 gold. Hmm. 20 gold for blood, eh? Yeah. Does that sound fair? At this point, you feel cold steel on your neck from behind. I think you'll give us all your gold, eh? That's getting mugged. Oh, really? As the, as the, as the homeless person <sighs> who had shuffled away has snuck up behind you now and has placed the, the blade to your throat. Who fucking dares? <laughs> the average commoner has four health points, do they not? <laughs> Let's find out. You can have all the blood you want, then. Um... Not be alive. <laughs> Hold on. What's the best way to do this? Yeah. As you sit there, well, as you stand see this man, Connor, who's got his blade to me. No, you can't see him. Oh, okay. That is fine then. I will instead cast. You can try to arch yourself to look at him, but. Okay, well, that is verbal and somatic. As you go to move your hands, he, mm -hmm. he presses the knife deeper into your throat. You get the feeling if you try to cast something, he is going to get the chance to split your throat first, basically. Right, okay. Okay. Which would not end well for you. Right. Okay, I will try and arch my back then. Okay. Mind sliver. The man grabbing me. And since he's taller than me. So this is someone that... Okay, well, hold on, hold on. You're jumping the gun a little bit here. That's someone you okay. need to see, right? Yeah. If you want to look at him, you'll need to try yeah. and turn to look at him. If you're mm -hmm. going to try and move in any way, again, that knife's being pressed into your neck. Showing that, you know, you can try it. The intent of the guy is pretty clear, though. Like okay. a grapple, then. So, the, the guy in front of you. Listen, you are taking some time to think this is simple thought. Either we kill you, we take your gold, or you live and we take your gold. Hmm? Fight. Can I try and jujitsu flip him? 
<laughs> wow. Sorry, what? Fella, do you know, do you know in Jiu-Jitsu where you do the whole fucking hip into him, grab him by the arm and just flip him yeah, off? Yeah, judo. Judo flip. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sure. In a roll me, roll me an acrobatics check. No problem. Now, if he's going to roll any opposing checks, Charlie... He will be. I will make that a three with my portent die. Okay. You want an athletics, don't you? Acrobatics. Acrobatics, apologies. An 11 is enough. Um, so, he's going to be able to do his part first, though, because, unfortunately, he had his blade to your neck. Yeah, that's fine. So, he is going to slit your throat. At which point you fucking judo throw him <laughs> over your over your head. Yep. Um, we're gonna roll initiative now. Your neck has been slit open, mm-hmm. and blood is pouring from it. You will pass out and start bleeding out in three rounds. Oh dear. This is fine. There's only fuels Donny's rage. So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Um Do I even have a map? Are they down an alleyway, Charlie? No, this is underneath the fountain in oh, the in it? the center of town. Out of the shadows rises a teenage mutant <laughs> ninja turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um we don't need a map actually for this. We can we can just uh Adult mutant <clears throat> range at all. I'll just go back to this map so you can roll from your your token. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, count out. Okay. All right. If you can um, roll me your initiative, please. Yep. Just to imagine where you're, where you are at the moment in relation to the others. You've just thrown this one, so we'll say he's prone on the ground right now. Donnie v the homeless. Who <laughs> <laughs> the thunk it? Oh, I love you promising. I love little uh, interactions like this, Dandy. Alright. Donnie, you're up first. Blood is pouring from your neck. So I am currently within five feet of them. Yeah. Does that affect magic missile though? Because it still hits regardless. Yeah, it, it, it would, but magic missile is affected by no attack rolls. So it would it would hit automatically. Okay. So that went off earlier, did it? The mirror image because of things. Yeah, you, you didn't do that in the end. What you decided <laughs> to do was the, the judo throw. God damn right. <laughs> Second level magic missile. Okay, you need to yeah. designate the targets first. So, the guy on the ground is the first one. Um, how many darts do you get with this? 
four if you've cast four. it at a higher level. Okay. Two into the third. Yeah, level. second level. So yeah, so that's yeah, so two into the first one. Yeah, two into the second, and I want to leave the man alive who I was initially talking to. Okay, uh, roll it. So you've, that's the first one. Second one. So that's nine, nine damage, damage into this guy. Yeah. Okay, they're they're guaranteed dead actually from that. And then I'm gonna look at the guy who's left. And with a massive grin on my face, back in still time to consider my offer. Roll intimidation. Blood coming out of his neck. Yeah, and you go to say that. <laughs> blood just starts pouring out of your mouth. Goddamn right, it's advantage of the intimidation <laughs> <laughs> okay um the guy is going to turn on his heels and run away he's gonna run away yeah he's terrified i can't sleep on him well it's um not your turn yet sleep what's the range on sleep uh i don't think you can outrun it 60 feet right uh, range on sleep is 90 foot range, 20 foot spear. Spear. Yeah. <laughs> he runs about 60 feet away. Still within range of you though. So he can then cast this, you can then cast the spell on him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's impossible for the result of the sleep roll to be less than four. So, oh, in fact, instead, mm -hmm. mm. I need to be worried that I might bleed out. Mm -hmm. You would have also had the chance to do an opportunity attack against him as he left your reach. Oh, perfect. That does it for me. <laughs> you actually miss. <laughs> well, I am currently bleeding to death. To be yeah. fair, you try to stab him, but unfortunately, the dagger's a bit slippy in your fingers right now, and you uh, you miss. The beauty of uh, magic missile as well is force damage, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So you would have like literally blown their bodies apart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now one of the man's running. I'm just sleeping. You just, okay. predator, you just predator plasma casted them. With a heavy thud, he lands. Motionless. Okay, and then... That's your second turn. Yeah. It's now his turn. He's asleep. It is now your third turn. At the end of this turn, you are going to pass out and start bleeding to death. Can I try and... do something about that? <laughs> what are you going to try and do about it? Um... Can I try and stop the, well, not necessarily fully stop the bleeding, but stem the flow of the blood? This will be a medicine check. Mm -hmm. You will have disadvantage on this as you're tending to yourself. Uh, I will use my portent dice to make the roll of 14 and add my modifier onto that, which is a plus two, so 16. 
Okay. That buy me a few more rounds. Roll me a d4. Oh, that's a d6, sorry. You have, you think with the amount of blood that's coming out of your throat with your hand press, this buys you one more round. Just ah, his turn. But, He's still no. asleep. Back to your turn. <laughs> no bell. I just hope no one was watching this. Uh, Is it fuck? It fucking was. <laughs> Should have brought bro, bro home with you, man. You would have helped you steal some blood. I just want to quickly read this spell. It's not going to save me. Don't make it back to the tavern without bleeding out. Do you have no healing potions or anything on uh, you? No, apparently I've been robbed. <laughs> um, you can try a medicine check again. And see if that gives you anything better. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go for it. Make, a loud, uh, make a loud noise. Ah, fuck it. Ah, well, I'll do. Um, would it be a full action to take a vial of blood from him while he's unconscious? Yeah. Oh. Right, just purely out of fucking spite. <laughs> this can't be the end of Donny D. All three into the court, well, into the unconscious body of uh, your man. As you're holding your throat, blood just spurting out. You're just like... <laughs> three balls just fire off, impact into his body, destroying it with force damage. You hear the bones shatter and snap, killing him instantly. Beautiful. Totally. Then, darkness comes over your vision. And you drop to the ground. Splayed out in the exact same place where Greco was splayed out after the javelin ran him through. Death saves? <laughs> First death save. That's when here we go. Almost opened. It's a failure. No need. Second death save. That's a pass. Third death save. That's a pass. Oh, that's save. so fucking close to it now. It's funny. One, baby. Second failure. down to this. Two, uh, two fails, two passes. All right, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I have I have uh um inspiration. Can I give him inspiration? Oh, I got inspiration. 
I would say if if you want to use your inspiration first, Donnie, then yeah. you can use it. Yeah. Well, I, you just rolled it twice. No, that was. Oh no no no! Ignore uh, me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was. Not... Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Roll again. Here we go. Come on, baby. Oh. With that, Donnie stabilizes. Oh. That would have been such a tragic end. Just like shanked to death by homeless people. Commoners. You like living in Manchester. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm guessing this is Donnie D laid out now, unconscious, and surrounded by three what appears to be just blown up corpses. Really? Yeah. Whilst I am bleeding out on that floor. Yeah. What I messaged you earlier. Mm hmm. Can Donnie try that again, please, while he's bleeding out? Lingering wound as well. You're unconscious now. Yeah, you, you'd have been unconscious, I'm afraid, dude. You wouldn't have been able to consciously try that. Ah. No worries. A lingering, lingering wound. Lingering wound, that's right. Mm. Is that remind me again? 2D10. 2D10. <clears throat> well, a minor scar has no worries. Literally, I've foreseen no consequences from tonight's actions. <laughs> it says, wait until someone finds you. You'll wake up in a cell. <laughs> We're going to fast forward to the following morning now. Mm -hmm. You hear a loud thumping on each of your doors in the tavern subsequently. Yeah. Going on. Get out of bed now. Okay, someone's pissed. What time is it? I, uh, I had my dog. Immediately, arms reach through, grab you and pull you out of the doorway. Or at least they try to. If you want to resist, you can roll me an athletics check. I mean, who do I see doing this first? You can see that it's guards. I'm not going to resist. I'll be like, okay, sure. Um, you're pulling they grab the... Gorfax, because Gorfax is with me as well. Yeah, someone grabs Gorfax. Like, you ever see how someone could grab like a, a cat by like the loose skin behind his neck? Oh, he can yeah. grab Gorfax oh, in the same way. I mean, he's a pretty... Uh, he's heavy. <laughs> he, may yeah. be, he, may, he may be a small creature, but he's heavy. Do you mind grabbing him like that? Are they just, are they just grabbing Aaron? Right. They're grabbing all of you. Well, I've opened my door, so... I haven't opened my door yet, but I'm assuming do I hear this going on? You, you hear a scuffle outside, and you hear Aranak say, you know, dear man, like, you know, you hear that. You can hear there's aggressive move, movements going on outside. He's the only what one who's opened the door so far. the hell have we done wrong? Shut up. Okay. Shoves you. Is there a problem? What is the problem? Like, seriously, I'm coming with you, but what's going on? They're banging on the other doors still. Wake up, right. come out. I get up, but I don't open the door. I can just hear the shouting from outside. I assume. Guys, I'd really, uh, I'd really say the guard that was. That, you can see there's about maybe six guards here. They all look mm -hmm. to the who was seemed to be their captain. Gives them a nod. Uh, Greco, uh, um, as you are staring at the door, 
you hear like a very loud thud as you from the corridor are and I can see they start trying to kick the doors through. Is there, is there any windows in the rooms or is there any way? Yeah, yeah, there's windows. There's windows. How, how, if I, how far is the drop? Um, you'd imagine about is 15 a, feet. Is there a ledge to step out onto? What's that? What's that? Is that, um, is that fall damage? I think we jump That out? would be fall damage. Anything that's 10 feet or more is fall damage. Potentially. It's an acrobatics check. Um, yeah, if I'm you pass, you take half damage and land on your feet. If you fail, you take full, full damage and land prone. Can I attempt to just climb down from the ledge? You can. That would be that would take a little bit longer, though. Sure. All right. You open the window. Start to climb out of the window. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Alarala, what are you doing? I'm opening the door. Okay. You same as Aranak. You're you're pulled by the scruff of the neck out into the corridor. Greco, what are you doing? You can hear them trying Wait. to kick your door in now. Waiting in a moment to hear what they're saying. You can't hear anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jeff. 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 You're still in bed. Your bed, I'm afraid. I'm in my own. Yeah, I, I'm chilling. <laughs> Reading the no, magazine. they burst the door in. He's just chilling in bed. He's what? just like tucked up in bed, you know? Little <laughs> nightcap on stuff. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> you're woken very in a very terrified state Greco as you see guards grabbing you and pulling you out of bed you you have no idea what the fuck is going on would you do anything instinctively you're, you're being grabbed out of bed basically um magic yeah, missile I, to shake, I am all <laughs> shake, shake myself loose uh, what's going on what are you uh, doing roll me an athletics check Misty step back and then fireball the fuckers Eleven. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't shake free of their grasp, but as you try to escape, all of a sudden, wham! You are blinded with pain as one of them punches you across the face. Um, you would take two points of damage. Um, the stockade for you, Charlie. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion for uh, you know, like knocking people out? Sure. Because you know, we, you know, we usually do hit points, but non-lethal damage. When they reach zero, they're knocked out. Yeah. How about and shoot this down by all means? How about it be a Constitution save? Because if you think in in theory, it would be Constitution, wouldn't it? How, how do you mean? Like being knocked out, like it's like constitution, isn't it? Like it's not you're not dropped to zero, but I guess in the terms of the game. But if someone meet, if someone's like hitting you, like full on, like really, I, I'd, I'd say like do like a strength. I mean, again, this is a suggestion. So like a strength check for them hitting you, and if they get high enough, obviously strong enough, then it'd be a constitution safe to not be knocked out. Does that make sense? I hear what you're saying. Um, Keeps the problem is then. That makes it very easy for me to abuse that when trying to subdue you guys. Yeah, that's and, fair. Because yeah. I can just have enemies just punching you in the head constantly to try and knock <laughs> yeah, you out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but it's a nice <laughs> idea, though. I'll think about it. In a um, non-combat situation, I think it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, they're yeah. not trying to knock him out. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Ignore they're me. just punching him across the face to stop him from resisting. Oh, yeah. 
Um, what what do you do to that, Greco? Um, uh, what do I actually see now? Like, where as you're blinking from the pain, you you can see there are two guards of um, Astoria who are are pulling you out of bed. One of them has just clocked you around the jaw. Um, uh, where are they dragging me to? Are they dragging me uh, the corridor, it seems. Is there anything in the corridor I can see at this point? Or? Um, as you're pulled out, you, you can see Aranak and Alarala are also in the corridor. What's, okay. qu what's um, kicking off with Gwen? Do I see that they're resisting or not? Gwen's killing um, them. We know that for a fact. <laughs> um, what's go uh, they, they don't seem to be resisting. They seem to be arguing, maybe, and a bit confused as to what's going on, but they're not resisting in any way. Uh, what's what's going on? What's what's happening? In the meantime, um, you're climbing down, Rohorn. You yes. hear a shout. There, by the window! <laughs> you hear another shout. Alright, you better drop down, Rohorn, or you're going to get several arrows in your back. You, you can kind of, like, Archer, your head to look over your shoulder, but you can't really see where the voice is coming from. I'm just gonna say, uh, right, I'm going back inside then. You better comply with them in there. Will do. Just climb back in. <laughs> uh, you might well, want to turn and, and you look. Um, you, you can see outside. You can see there's another six guards out out in like the area in front of the tavern. Is there a possible to jump across to burn a roof? You can try. It would be in clear view of them, just so you know. But th there is another building that's off to the side which you could try and jump to. How far away is it? It would be about 10 feet, so it would require an athletics check for you to jump to it. <laughs> no, I'll just... Uh... Yeah, I'll just come by. Okay. At this point, the door for your room is kicked in as guards rush in. So I'll come with you peacefully. No need to put your hands on me. They and put their hands on you and grab you. <laughs> Uh, at this point, all of you are manacled. Um, um, Greco, you're actually, you're actually interesting. So, um, Greco, you are gagged, and your fingers are tied together. Oh, this this is fucking... seemingly intent to, to to stop you from casting magic. So they fucking know. <laughs> before um, before I'm manacled, I'm gonna recall um, Gorfax to my tattoo. Okay. Um, and you're all brought out of the tavern. Uh, Gwen is not with you. Brought she did go to I bed, thought... but she's not with you. Interesting. Where? What's she doing now? What about Donny D? No sign of Donny D. Donny Dick is dead in the street. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Um, at this point, um, you guys are brought out, um, in front of the tavern. You can see there's a bit of a crowd going on at the moment. Fucking. There's a few familiar faces out at the room at the moment. Um, the first, the most prominent figure that you would see is Pythor himself. Standing there, arms crossed looking pissed and not well maybe a little bit drunk pissed but angry pissed as well um 
standing not too far from him, uh, you would see Aesop as well. What time is it? Morning. It's morning. You don't know the exact time. He's drunk. <laughs> you know Pythor. He's a regular um, <laughs> No sign of Gwen amongst them and, and no sign of Donnie. What's going on? Hmm. That, heroes, is the question that I have for you. Why is it that on the eve you return, corpses wind up in my streets, witnesses claiming that your servant, the goblin, killed them, then fled the scene? What? We have no knowledge of First, this. Listen, first thing that we did, uh, aside from Donnie, that is, I can't speak for his actions last night, of course, but first thing that we did was come straight to the tavern for a night for a night in. You asked the barkeep. We came straight here. I went straight up to my room. So as far as asking me as to the whereabouts and the actions of Donnie D, I, I can't help you. As, but it feels extremely out of character that he would kill innocent civilians of this this fair city dragon priest tell them what you saw of course it was him <laughs> well king pythor i have to say it was quite surprising but i was mm. conducting prayer with one of the loyal followers of the church of the dragon and as i was leaving their home i came upon a most gruesome sight um I saw their goblin uh, brutally murdering some poor street dwellers and rifling through their pockets and I'm, I'm pretty sure he was, dare I say it, nibbling on them. I tried to intervene but by that point it was simply too late for them and uh, he fled into the night cackling as he went, as he so often does. In that strange tone of his. I have to interject. I mean, I don't doubt for a second that Don D caught himself in some bullshit, but that is... The, what you just described, that is not Don D. Trust me. Can we insight check <clears throat> that, what he just said? Yeah, you can insight check that. If he... If he was caught in a, an altercation of some kind, it would have been to defend himself. I have never once witnessed him act out or lash out against anyone else for no reason. As for rifling through dead men's pockets, again, extremely out of character. And as for nibbling, I, I just cannot believe that. I have no reason not to believe the dragon priest. And he has evidence. We have the corpses. Yeah, corpse is fine, but... Do they, are they nibbled? He motions for you to kind of step forwards. I do. You look at the bodies. They're in a fucking horrific state. Um, you can see they've been torn apart by what you would identify as some sort of force magic. You can also see what look to be claw marks and bite marks. Uh, I'm assuming I'd recognize it as being magic missile, being as I've seen it. Used. You could assume that, yeah. It looks like it was oh, force damage. You know that's one of Donnie's, you know, not staple spells, but it's a staple spell for this group, perhaps. Okay. Um, being as so, I am proficient in nature. So would I be able to examine 
the claw marks and the teeth marks and identify potentially what would have done it. Yeah. Roll might I might I inspect the corpse? You may. Um okay. Here it comes. H check. Fucking hell. That's a twelve. As far as you can tell, considering the spacing of them, the, the, the depth of the claw marks and the bite, it looks like it really could be Donnie that did this. Okay, so what they'd see from their point of view is me sort of kneel down, sort of shake my head like dismissively. It's like, this is, I shouldn't have to do this. I examine him and I, I take a long pause and I sort of like drop my head a little bit. Huh. Can you attest? Heroes, the reason I brought you out here is to question you, see what you know. Can you provide an alibi to his whereabouts last night? The tavern keep said he did not enter with you. You agreed with this. Yep. So you cannot prove his innocence. I cannot. He, um, he just said he was going for a quick trip. Down the back alley. Where? And he and he said he would be at the tavern in two minutes. Did he say why he was going to an alley? I don't know. Are we? If I may, I believe I might have an answer. You see, he dropped something as he fled. Aesop pulls out a full vial of blood. It is my belief that this blood belonged to one of the unfortunately perished. I think he killed them and sought to take their blood for whatever malicious purpose I do not know. He kind of holds it if you wanted to examine it, Aranak. I don't need to. Oh. What was my insight, by the way? I just sort of put my. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I don't. I don't need to look at that. From your perspective, uh, perceptive, uh, the perspective, Rohan, um, he he seemed like you know really honest. There's one moment where you're pretty sure you noticed something that no one else noticed though. When Aranak looked down at the body and examines the claws and the, the bites and then, you know, reacted dismissively, but in a way that, like, he was confronted with a fact that he can't disagree with. The tiniest curling upwards of the lips on his face appeared for just a moment in a shit-eating teeny-tiny grin before it disappeared. Hmm. Okay. Um, As you have seen, King, uh, there is evidence here aplenty, and the heroes cannot attest to their servants' whereabouts or his intent. Okay. One Though second. Though in their defense, I believe them. I do not think they knew anything about this. We all saw what happened, and he's now kind of addressing the crowd at this point, outside of my church. We all saw how he acted. He is not of stable mind, to say the least. Might I interject there? I think if anyone's going to be a 
a judge of character for Donnie, I, I believe it, it'd be us, being as we've been traveling him and he's been assisting us on our great labors. And this is extremely out of character for him. Now, I don't doubt that he was up to some shit. He's done it countless times when he's been out with us. Never nefarious or, or malicious. Not to this extent. Now, he may have gone in a bit of a fight with these guys, I don't doubt. But he would not have started this fight. As for this... This nibbling, I mean... Yeah, it looks pretty suspicious to me, but... Again, being a judge of character, I really don't think he would have done it. I'm, I'm as much as I want to believe play. you, Aranak, as much as I want to believe you... If I may, King, when we examine the bodies of the deceased... Continue. They had no weapons on their person. They did not even have any coin purses, yet, as Donnie was fleeing, he dropped what he had in his hands. Holds up three coin purses. That seems awfully convenient. If he was rifling through their bodies, their deceased bodies, why the hell would he drop these when he ran away? I, I cannot tell you that. I, all, all I know is I, what I saw. I would, no, that seems how would awfully a convenient. survive the impact caused by such damage to the body? I suppose it was his intent to not destroy them. Is there blood like... all over the floor? Yeah, shit tons of it. Can you see, uh, oh, see Donnie's yeah. footsteps and where he passed out and bled out a little bit more? You would need to go and do an invest, like an investigation or survival check for that. Yeah, can I check? That? I was, I was also going to. Well, ask as you go to move, I mean, Pythor holds his hand up. Where are you going? Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean to help in the investigation. I just wanted to check out the crime scene. Is that okay? He looks to like his um, his guards. Um, you'll recognize his, you know. Uh, captain of the guard is the the, the person that was um, second in command, uh, which sort of you know answered to Pete's. Uh, no, not Peter. Um, <laughs> what was that name? What was the name of that character? The the, the Leonin. I don't remember. Sorry. Uh, Caleb. Caleb. Uh, the one that answered to Caleb before he unfortunately turned to a statue. Um, he gives Pythor a nod. Pythor uh, turns. I will permit you to investigate. Heroes, you have done great things for us, but you must understand the situation. Of course, it it looks as oddly suspicious, but completely out of character, and I don't think anything presented so far is hard evidence. I agree. I think that it's extremely convenient that he dropped evidence to suggest that he was the the villain here. Uh, Heroes, I'm sorry. You say there's no hard evidence. There are three corpses right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, hmm. but who's who's to say that Donnie was even here other than your word? There's a fair point. Word is not hard evidence. Anyone with extensive knowledge in goblin anatomy can easily fake these wounds. <clears throat> and can I, yeah, can I do the investigation? Yeah, you can. I was I was also going to ask as well, are we where it happened? No. You're close, you're not exactly oh, on okay. it, but you can see it, you can see the right. scene. If if uh, if Green's got, actually gone over there, then I won't, I won't press the mark. So, no. you mentioned I could do a survival? Am I allowed to do a survival um, instead of investigation? 
Yeah, survival. If you're looking for tracks. Yep. 20. Here's a question, Charlie. Mm hmm. Three corpses. I'm assuming there'd be a fourth pool of blood with no corpse. Well, you can investigate to try and determine this. I would I would like to. I also want to take a step forward. Um something twenty two from me. Quite suspicious here. Hmm. And I sort of like look at Aesop and then I look back at Pythor and I say, Creatures of this world, uh there must be some that can shape shift or change their feet form into others. Is it not at all possible that what Aesop saw was merely a creature with this ability? Aesop pipes up. It would be Lord of Sidehorn. It is possible, heroes, but I know what I saw. <laughs> I was hoping that that was the case and that the real Donnie was with you. But you cannot attest to his whereabouts. No. He could have been kidnapped by these creatures. We won't know until we find Donnie and get his side of his story. Of course, and then, but... Uh, and then the king steps in at this point. But... We do have to act on what we know. Agreed. I see three corpses. I hear a testimony from a pious man who has served this city well for his entire life. I see, and I do not blame you for this, heroes, but I do not see any proper defense to suggest that he is innocent. Of course, there are alternatives. <laughs> but I see no alibi. As king, I must declare, Donnie... He's an outlaw. And all forces in Astoria and all the forces of good must work together to bring him so that he may answer and provide his side of the story. I agree. Are we all in agreement on that? Yes, I agree. We... I mean, three innocent people dead in the street? We would like to know why. Mm. If, if this Donnie's doing that, going around doing that, this tarnishing our name, our reputation as heroes. What do our um, what do our checks find? So, Alarala. Well, the first thing you both see would be that there are three pools of blood. Oh, not four, three. Um, the next thing that you would find with your survival check, Alarala, is what looks to be footsteps, or footprints, rather, um, that seem to have outlines of blood on them, leading away from this scene towards the eastern side of the city. Um, Aranak, in spite of the fact that there are only three pools of blood it's strange there's like specks of blood in such a way that would imply there was a, a fourth pool of blood there but there isn't one it's kind of just weird to you 
the, the, there's specks of blood around an area where it's there's no blood at all. Does it look like it's been cleaned? It's difficult to say for sure. It could have been cleaned. It could also be the case that there's no blood there, and there's okay. there's specks there. It's, it's just odd. It doesn't it doesn't really make sense to you. The yeah. the dust. I'm assuming there's like like dust from like or, or like it's, it's uh, like a road outside. It's not really got dust on it, you know. With yeah, wind yeah. and weather, it doesn't really get dusty as such. Okay. Assuming Gwendolyn would try and cast this spell magic. Gwendolyn's not there. Oh. Being Parthor, if I may. Yes. So, here are the here are the facts. I mean, here are the facts right in front of us. But from our point of view, and I think that the the rest of us would agree. I know I've already stated my case that this is extremely out of character for Donnie D, right? Now I don't doubt for a second that something something happened here. And Donnie D obviously may have been here. He was spotted here, as as Aesop, Aesop said. But uh, everything seems too convenient. It seems that there's foul play. Uh. Here, for example, if you look closely, there's specks of blood here as if there were a, a fourth uh, fatality of some kind, a fourth pool of blood or something. Now, it just feels off to me. By all means, have your men investigate further. Secondly, why would Donnie D, if he was after gold, then drop the gold as he ran away laughing to himself? It, it, him cackling, as Aesop put it, running away, tells me that he's well aware of what he's done. And he's got all of his faculties there, so why would he let go of the things that he was after? Particularly the vial of blood. Seems pretty convenient to me. And with Aesop being the only witness. And the fact that Aesop pointed out a previous grievance against himself, perpetrated by Danny D, it all feels nothing against yourself, Aesop, of course, because, you know, we're all innocent until proven guilty. But it all feels extremely convenient. There is but one problem with your assertion there, dearest Aranak. I am not the only witness. Okay. Um, he motions to the crowd. Two people step forwards. First, an old man that Rohorn would recognize as the one who he cast suggestion on. I know Second, he's been... So go. The tavern keeper. Okay. <clears throat> right. Tavern keeper keeping the tavern, so I'm not quite sure how he witnessed this, right? but fine, he could have been outside while I went upstairs, that's fine. But, Aesop, you're one, you've been grievanced by Donnady in the past, you actually mentioned it a second ago. Secondly, that old man right there has been grievanced by Rohorn, the f- one of the first nights we were here, he stole his drink. Now that's two people that have been grievanced by the party of the so-called Heroes of the Prophecy, as I'm all sure you'll, you'll agree to calling us. As for the tavern keeper, not quite sure, that could have been something I'm not aware of, but two out of the three people, so-called witnesses that are here, uh, have been grievanced in some way by the party. Again, it's if very I may, convenient. Hero, if I may, uh, not to... <laughs> offend in any way, but if you were to ask any in this city right now, most would say they are offended somewhat by your group. Oh, I'm sure, but it's just how two out of three have been directly offended. It's, again, very convenient. All I ask, Mighty King Pythor, is not to help the number of people that your party directly offends, Aranak. 
That is beyond my control, even as a divine servant. No, but all I'm saying is it's extremely convenient that two out of the three witnesses to this crime that Donnie D may or may not have uh, acted upon were, uh, I know to my knowledge as fact, been directly, directly offended. All I suggest, and please let me speak, all I suggest, King Pythor, is that you consider these. Pythor is like stroking his beard as he thinks. Who are you? You two directly um, offended by Donnie. The old man pipes up first. It is true that he took my drink when they were first here. But I believe in forgiveness. Many in this city can attest to the fact that last night, hearing that the adventurers had returned, I went around spreading the good news, telling everyone of their safe return. I am one of the few true fans of them left in this city. And it was unfortunate that as I was going around the streets, I witnessed him cackling as he ran away. And there's murmurs from the crowd here saying, yeah, he, he, he woke me up in the middle of the night, this bastard. Um, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. So, and you, Aesop, they say you were directly insulted. Uh, could you expand on that somewhat, Aranak? Yeah, well, as Aesop mentioned a moment ago, that uh, we went to the temple of the dragon priests uh, to discuss a matter, and a funeral procession was going on. I believe his name was Theracles. There was an altercation between himself and Greco. Uh, and basically, I think pretty much Gwendolyn and uh, Donnie D were, were pretty, for lack of a better term, offensive in the way they handled the situation. And I do believe Aesop took uh, grievance uh, with both of them. If I may, um, just to fill in here, King Pythor, if you are not aware, uh, Theracles was the um, retired uh, individual who ran the the wine, the the orchard that uh you mean the vineyard vineyard <laughs> this is the dm fucking forgetting the word for it vineyard. Yeah. the vineyard um that produces the wine you so love oh I, I do love that wine yes i was wondering where that's gone yes well his daughter was actually slain by greco there of course an accident of course um but then in his grief he confronted the heroes and well he died tragically um but nevertheless that is just simply to remind everyone of, of the nature killed, of Theracles killed by guards um, I might add of course killed by guards listen uh, let me Pythor. say my side of things if you don't mind and Pythor nods he deserves to explain now that Aranak has ascertained that he has been insulted so it is true he did interrupt the funeral procession to the disgruntlement of many there, but I am a holy man. I believe in forgiveness. And it, in my opinion, and anyone in attendance that day can attest to this, I believe the spirit of the dragon went through him that day. He was a changed goblin by the end of it. And it was truly magical to see that. My opinion of him was low at the start of that day, it is true. But by the end, I... 
I personally welcomed him into my church. But now I suppose it all seems to be a lie, a ruse. And I have helped the party on several occasions. I hold no scorn against them. Please, if you think there is any proof of my resentment towards your friend, I am more than am willing to address it, but I believe there is none. Well, look, what this seems to be is a confrontation between uh, Donny D and Historia. Uh, we, in the Heroes of the Prophecy, even though Donny D was with us and has helped us through our labors, he isn't a hero of the prophecy. Now we have our labors to complete. Mm. We have, we have not long to the oath of peace is broken. Whatever troubles Historia now has with Donny D are between Donny D and Historia. We just want to carry on with our labors and help the world as we would Oracle prophesized. What's happening now seems to be well, we're being whipped up in something that's kind of meaningless in a way. King Pythor goes to respond, but then Aesop interjects. Uh, if I may, King, I'm sure that was a mistake, uh, Rohan, a slip of the tongue there, but I'm sure you don't mean to say that the deaths of three Astorians is meaningless. No, I mean uh, in terms of the not meaningless in the, in the shape that the deaths are not meaningless. The, obviously, the deaths mean something. But in the scheme of completing the Heroes of the Prophecy, having us here, instead of completing our labors to save the world, is meaningless in the sense. Your deal is with Donny D. I think what he's trying to say is, in the grand scheme of things, you know what? He speaks for himself. I just want to affirm this as it is terrible that I say this, but as I mentioned before with uh, the poor vineyard tender, your group has demonstrated a, a bit of a, a bit of a lack of regard for the dead, I must say, so I wanted to give you an opportunity to correct your stance there, Rohan, but it would seem you you have affirmed it. It doesn't speak for all of us. I mean, he is one of the prophesied heroes. Yes. Okay. You are bound together by oath. And? That doesn't include what we say. Mm, I believe it now, does. it's unfortunate that it was indeed a slip of the tongue. Rohan means well, but... Well, was it a slip of the tongue, Rohan? Do you think the deaths of these historians are meaningless? Uh, no. It obviously means something. We, 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 we fought to save them. I'm, 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 I'm as pissed off as you are that Donny D has killed people Potentially. in Potentially. It seems like all the evidence points towards him, Arunak. And we oh, haven't... sad that you won't. <laughs> I am glad to see that one of the heroes is speaking sense. Excuse me? It is plainly <laughs> obvious, and it is honestly insulting to the dead that you continue to deny that it was not him. I'm not denying anything, but Could we potentially... don't have any hard proof or evidence. We're going off the word of three members who I have clearly stated already have been directly offended by this party. What and that to me is extremely okay. well, All I'm getting at we is... We have Donny here, himself. We won't, We don't know the truth. Well, You are I'm... right on that count, Hero. Which is why hey. I have declared him as an outlaw. And he must and be I... brought to me. And, and I, I agree with you. I brought you out here to tell you this. And to, to be perfectly honest, to ask what you knew. I do not believe any of you are lying to me. 
You are being honest when you say you do not know where he is and you do not believe why he could or could not have done this. The deaths of historians is tragic, but you do have a high purpose in fulfilling the prophecy. We cannot get in the way of that. So press on, heroes. Press on for the sake of us all and for the sake of defending all mortal races from the Titans. If Donnie is found and can defend his case and innocence is restored, then he may rejoin you. But until then, in the eyes of Astoria, he is a wanted goblin. I completely understand and agree with that judgment. And if what you say is true, then he will answer for his crimes. He certainly will. I do not take kindly to those who kill my people. Now, can we have these manacles removed, please? He, he turns just... and nods to one of his guards, who comes over and un unmanacles you. And what? especially for you, Greco, they take off the intricate bindings that you had that were preventing you from casting spells. What have you done with Gwendolyn? What have you done with your daughter? Gwendolyn I trust implicitly. She actually came to speak to me in the night. She is she in did. the palace at present. I would invite you all up there with me to mm. clear the air somewhat. I understand and I apologize for the precaution taken with the manacles, but you understand it was warranted. Of course. Warranted, yes. Needed, no. I, one in your company had been accused of a terrible crime. I did not know if there are many magic spells in this world that can cause terrible things. If you ask me, if it was Donnie that did this, I fear that Lutheria might have cast a spell upon him, controlling his actions. But this is all for us to discuss at the palace, in the company of my daughter. Come with me. Let's go. Okay. With that, the group of you follow um, <laughs> follow uh, up to the, the the palace. And now we're going to jump to the perspective of Donnie. Can everyone deafen for me, please? Oh, oh my lord. Donnie. Yes. You awaken with a start. As you are shaken awake, you feel cold metal under your butt as you're you're seated in something and you're rocking back and forth as if you're moving in the back of a wagon, maybe. You can't see anything, so you're blindfolded. There is a gag in your mouth. Your hands have been tightly sewn closed so that your fingers cannot be manipulated. Oh, same goes oh. for your same goes for your toes. So you've been manacled, your hands bound together for the purpose of preventing semantic casting. Sorry, when um, you say stone closed, you mean my flesh has had No, no, sorry, for... sorry. Like uh like uh, <laughs> like string has been tied around you. You've not had them like you know okay. like sewn closed okay. like to, to skin to skin, no. Nothing like that. Um yeah, so you're blindfolded, you're gagged, hands, 
feet are manacled. Um, and uh, as far as you can tell, it feels like the clothes that you're wearing aren't the ones that you remember falling unconscious with, and you don't feel your your pack or anything on you. Um, you hear a voice. <laughs> well, well, well. If the little goblin isn't awake. Um, do I recognize the voice? You do. <clears throat> it is the voice of Commander Gaius. Oh, okay. You hear footsteps. As blinding light flashes into your eyes. As the blindfold is removed, and you see kind of uh, hands on his knees and kind of bending over, looking at you as Commander Gaius. And um, you would see uh, um, standing... Uh, so basically, just to sort of set the scene here, um, you're in the back of a wagon. Um, it is uh, like a, an enclosed cage, almost. Like so, it's it's, it's sort of like a, a dedicated prisoner transport vehicle, it seems. Um, but there's a bit of space on the left and right and in front of it where people can stand, such as the driver. And it's in that area where um, it seems Commander Gaius is currently standing. Driving the wagon is a figure you would recognize as Grio. Oh, he fun. just has a shit-eating grin on his face. Good to see you again, he says. I can... I kind of point myself in the direction the noise came from. Mm-hmm. Fagin. Yeah, I can. You try to speak with... As you're... Gagged. <laughs> um... Well, I have to say... I was not expecting to be given this opportunity to uh, so soon. To simply walk out into the streets when, from what my good contact in the city has told me, you're pretty sure that you suspect him of something. And just get yourself to a point where you're so vulnerable. Well, all I have to say is that when we get to Sidon, he's going to love this story. Um... I'm going to take my bound hands mm -hmm. so gesture towards my mouth by basically asking him to ungag me briefly. Thanks for actions. So just like a... Mm. Uh, no. I am aware that you are a spellcaster, Donnie. And I am not taking any chances. Not until we have you locked up nice and tightly. Lock and key. Inside on's hold. Um, he would be very pleased to hear that I have retrieved a second member associated with the Heroes of the Prophecy. First one of them themselves, and now one of their dearest assistants. Through my gag then, I'm going to try and say to him, no focus, as in like no spellcasting focus. Mm -hmm. Not cast, anyway. Like, so, no, no focus. Focus. No focus, can't cast. I'm not a magic user myself, Donnie. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, Grio? Uh, Grio just looks a bit confused at the concept. Uh, I don't cast spells either. Hmm. It's a shame. I don't, uh, I don't book. Can't do spell. 
Hmm. Oh, pointless. He symbols for the uh, well. He he symbols for Griot to to sort of stop the wagon. Leans in close. If I take this gag off of you and you're lying, you may get somewhere with whatever it is that you're planning. But you're not going to get far. Paddington. All right then, Donnie. Out of a degree of trust, and I think we can trust one another here. I will remove your gag. Don't make me regret it, else I'll cut out your tongue. I just laugh through the gag. He reaches a uh, he reaches a hand through, takes the gag, and pulls it out. Good eye, mate. Feels a bit better. I don't really think we spoke much last time uh, we, we were face to face. I believe you had recently joined the group at that point. I'm hoping you've made plenty of memories and learned plenty of things that you can tell my master. Oh, fucking. They don't really include me. Bit fucking sad, really. No, that is a shame. Well, I was hoping you could be some use to Sidon, else he will cast you aside very quickly. Well... It's fair enough. Get it? He's a busy man. Listen. From what my contact in the city told me, the circumstances he found you in, would it be fair to assume that you are probably the most morally bankrupt of the group, shall we say? You're not above harming civilians. Well, fucking usually I am. They're just being dickheads. Of course, of course. And I understand... You just wanted some of their blood. Fucking... Yeah, just a little bit. Exactly, and they ran from you, and... No, 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 no. Fucking tried to rob me. Oh. Hence why you found me fucking bleeding out. With I have to say, even my contact in the city thought it was the other way around. <laughs> fucking... Your contact, then. Let me guess. Fucking Aesop? <laughs> what gave it away? The insistence on gaining all of your blood? Yeah. I can't believe they fell for that, honestly. <laughs> That's very valuable. Fucking thank you. I fucking tried telling them. It's like working with fucking idiots. This is what I was so glad when I heard that it was you that was captured. You see, I can see you as the smartest of their group. Without you, as we can see... I'm sure there are several times you can think of where without you, they would have surely perished. You can be honest with me. I, I Listen, I know them. I saw what happened on the rock. Well, at least a couple of them be fucking dead by now. Precisely. And what thanks do you get in return, hmm? Do you feel what? truly appreciated in that group? Sometimes. Really? I know. Hmm. Well, from what I hear, sometimes you're treated as their jester, as it were. Tends to be that fucking way when you're a goblin. You get a bit used to it. And you would think that those known as the heroes of the prophecy, apparently the greatest of us all, would at least have the decency to treat you as an equal. No, even when you get things right, they simply maybe even barely acknowledge it and move on. 
through that, a drink to that. I wish to make you an offer, Donnie. As you can see, Grio here, he was once one of the heroes of the prophecy. And with that, Grio kind of grins and points his arm out, and you can see the, um, the oh, tattoo. Um, hmm. Technically, mm. yes, but <clears throat> as as he does that, Gaius is like, oh, oh he can't see. Uh, hold on. Um, and he lifts the blindfold so you can see now. Excellent. So you can see and speak. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, as you can see, Grio uh, here, um, he was once one of the heroes of the prophecy. Not an assistant to the heroes of the prophecy. Not that that is, of course, in any way a bad thing. But he has seen the logic and reasoning behind trusting in Sidon and his sister Lutheria. Donnie, if you were one of the others, I would not make you this offer. I would simply hand you over to Sidon and let him do with you what he pleases. But I can see potential in you. I want to offer you the same opportunity I offered Creo. Join me. Join Sidon, the Lord of Storms. And you will finally be given the respect you deserve. Think about it, your entire life, you've been kicked around and treated like dirt by mortals. You've seen how goblins are treated in the cities. Do you not want to turn the tables on them? It's, uh, it's a very tempting offer. Just have to ask, how would you uh, feel about me pursuing my research? I must confess, Donnie, I am no master of research. I am a a tactician and a fighter. But if I understand correctly from what we found on your person, it concerns blood magic, yes? That's right. Then I would make a suggestion. Sidon's sister, Lutheria, is an expert on the matter. She was there when blood magic was founded. I think the two of you would get along very nicely. Well, that sound there. Uh, we're all tantalizing. It is a forgotten art of magic, banned by these mortals who claim to know so much. But you can see its potential, can't you? To grow Well, you would have access to all of Lutheria's tomes, her extensive library of dreams. You would be free to pursue your research to your heart's content, all in return for fealty and loyalty, and not as a servant, no, as a devotee to the Titans, respected, equal to all but the Titans themselves, who are superior to all in every way. You are a smart person, Donnie. I trust you can see the choice that should be made here. Yeah. You do, uh, you do make a lot of sense. Now, There's uh, a reason one has joined before you. Greer pipes up at this point. You know, it's true. I, I landed on these shores, and uh, honestly, I didn't want to be here. These people, they asked me to serve them as a hero for nothing but 
you know, their respect, so long as we were doing well. And I had to get along with that lot? I mean, listen, we didn't get too much of a chance to speak, but... You've seen some of them, right? You've seen... <laughs> Gwen. And he just smiles at that. You know that even if you stick with them, and I can tell, like, like, uh, like the captain here says, I can tell that you're smart. I'm smart too, but for selfish reasons. A future far better than anything those fucks in the prophecy can offer waits for you on this side. As soon as you can get over this idea of feeling in any way obligated to them, it becomes clear what the right choice is. And I'd be happy to have another example of that at my side. Now, I do have one small problem if I do join. Of course, speak your mind. May or may not apparently be cursed. At this point, Grio pipes up. Have you seen them too? I don't think I have yet, have I, Charles? The only thing you've seen were some eyes. When the thing transferred over to you, the, the eyes of the individual that I described that you'd have seen from Gwen's, mm -hmm. uh, Gwen's perspective. Well, I've seen something. But, uh... Falcon appeared when I took a curse off one being and accidentally put it onto myself. <laughs> oh. Well, I have to say, that's not what I did. But, um... When I, uh... <laughs> betrayed the oath, as it were, um... I was, uh, shall we say... considered a bit of an oath-breaker? Which, as it so happens in this land, for whatever reason, um, apparently the divine beings don't like that. Um, got something called the Curse of the Treacherous. Yeah, that's what I've got. Obviously, as you can imagine, I'm continued in my. Uh, I'm I'm invested in my continued existence being pursued by whatever creatures that the uh, Arinyis are, not that I know much about that, didn't really line up with living a long and healthy life with a shit ton of gold surrounded by everything I could desire. Lutheria negotiated a deal. Um, I don't know exactly the details, it's something to do with magic, but um, I think it was uh, something like passing it on to another. Um, it's kind of like how there's a curse here where if you steal something, uh, you become cursed and you have to pass that stolen thing onto someone else for the curse to go along. Um, something like that, but I, I don't know the details. You'd need to speak to Lutheria, but she can fix it like she fixed me. Got a fix. Just concerned about time frames, but uh, I'm sure I'll be all right. Well, I had enough time, and uh, I, I, I think I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd left it for about a week, maybe. All right. 
Well, should have plenty of time then. Now, uh, like you said, I'm a smart guy. Am I okay fucking sleeping on it while we while we journey? Of course, but I hope you understand that until you commit yourself, I do need to gag you and uh, blindfold you once more uh, until I can know for sure. It would just be the smart thing to do, as one smart individual to another. Of course. Wouldn't expect anything less. Thank you. Now, uh, before I do go to sleep, am yes. I okay just taking a little bit more of this fresh air? Etc. Just, and then I'll go to sleep, fucking straight away. Well, it's not so much about going to sleep, it's just, uh, I don't feel keen about taking my eyes off of you whilst you're, um, not bound and, and gagged appropriately. Uh, oh, <laughs> listen, I, I know how capable you are, that's why I want you on my side. It's also why I'm terrified of not having you bound and gagged whilst we're on the move. Yeah, of course. I mean, you can sit with me, I just want to breathe some air for a bit without a fucking gag in my mouth. You obviously get what I'm saying. Just give me half an hour of your company, just sat here, and then, uh... We'll go halfway. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put the blindfold back on you, but you can, you can breathe without the gag. I think I've earned that much trust from you. Perfect, thank you. Now, in he the time... Kind of reaches over and puts the blindfold back on your, your eyes, but you're not, you're not gagged. Mm -hmm. In the time that that blindfold was off... Yeah. What did I manage to take in about my surroundings? You can see that you are on what looks to be a mountain road. Um, roll me a survival check. Should fucking pour it into that one, idiot. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one for you, I'm afraid. Um... <laughs> Really, the only thing that you can tell is that you're... As you look around, you can see somewhere quite far off to the northeast of you, um, the Mithril Mines, or the Mithril Mountains, as it were. Um, so you're on the other side to the Mithril Mountains that you were on before. Okay. Um... So yeah, you've, you've not been here before. That's the only thing that you recognize. You can see somewhere to the southeast looks like a, a glittering golden city. Um, You kind of look like you're in the middle of nowhere as well, though. You don't see any other people traveling the road or anything like that. It's just you, Grio, and the captain. Was my bag anywhere? Not that you could see. No, nowhere I could see it. Oh, my bag's nowhere to be seen. Uh, listen, it's fine. D don't worry too much. Um, we're going to be meeting up with someone once we get to the coast. Uh, I think you'll be pleased to see another familiar face. Um, but for now, I think I can trust leaving your, your, uh, your gag off, so long as you cannot see. As I said, don't try anything, or I will cut out your tongue. And a lot worse than that. But you are smart. You see the situation you're in. I just hope that before the day is through, you can agree to joining the winning side. Yeah, of course. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, thank Fantastic. you for your generous offer. I will think of about it. Once you make a decision, I'll be right up there. 
just uh, shout out, and we can get this thing on the road. <laughs> We're already on the road, but you know what I mean. Um, all right, fantastic. One thing. Yes. I don't want anything to be fucking misconstrued. I don't want to think I'm doing anything and fucking chop my head off. So, um, mm. just stick the gag back in. It'll be easier for everyone involved. Oh, are you sure? I feel like I can trust you enough to leave the gag out. It's like, I don't want to fucking say, for example, I go to sleep and I end up talking in my sleep and it sounds like I'm doing something fucking weird or something. And then fucking all goes wrong. Okay. Misconstrued. That's fair. That's fair. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, if you want to get my attention, then just uh, grunt. We should hear that. Perfect. I can do that. I'm a goblin. <laughs> and I uh, chuckle. <laughs> Listen, I, I think that once you make the right choice, you'll be much more than your race. Trust me. And with that, he gags you once more. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lich Lounge podcast. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel and Spotify for the latest episodes and make sure you check out our Twitter at the Lich Lounge for updates on upcoming content.